Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, and this is uh, the weekly Wake Up the Spirit radio show brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. <clears throat> so Spirit Seeker Magazine has been in print for over 24 years, and we've been digital since 1998. We were, we were ahead of the game with the digital publishing, and we continue to grow our readership um, in that way. We do have the print magazine available at this time in Chicago and St. Louis. Um, trying to think of any, okay, so a couple of other things. Besides having the magazine, which you can find at spiritseeker.com, we have a weekly email newsletter and then, of course, the weekly uh, radio show. So we reach people in a lot of different ways. And uh, if you're part of our email newsletter, we let you know when the magazine is online. We let you know when... Um, who the radio show guests are, and we let you know of other mind, body, spirit happenings and um, classes, books, DVDs, etc. Last week we reviewed uh, a wonderful film. Um, I interviewed the executive vice president of um, the film distribution company that um, is bringing us spiritual film, films from Japan. So we we have our pulse on music, on entertainment anything that is making the world a better place and enhancing the mind, body, spirit. So please do join our email newsletter. And there, we do not sell our list. We, we do allow other people to market their events on it, but you're, um, you will never have your name sold with Spirit Seeker. So um, all you have to do is go to spiritseeker.com and click on join our email newsletter, and then you'll immediately be added to our email list. Um, or you can send me a, uh, an, a general uh, email to the general mailbox, which is info at spiritseeker.com, asking to be added. That makes you eligible for books, for tickets to events, for all these different things that come to Spirit Seeker's address with us wanting, um, with people wanting us to promote uh, and let people, our readers, know about their products, events, and books, et cetera. And then we share them with our readers and our listeners. Okay, so that's it. So I am going to tell you just a little bit about my guest. I'm going to be bringing her on in just a moment. Um, Her name is Peggy Levinson. She is a licensed clinical social worker and a licensed um, marriage family therapist. She's a clinical member of the Academy of Certified Social Workers and the American Association of Marriage and Family Therapists. She received a BS in psychology from St. Louis University in 1966 and a master's in social work from Smith College in 1968. In 1976, she completed a three-year training program in gestalt therapy in Kansas City, um, and in 1983 completed a three-year postgraduate training program in family therapy at the Menninger Foundation. Subsequently, she has pursued education and integrative therapy. This includes mind-body training at the Herbert Vincent Institute at Harvard University. You may have heard of the uh, Herbert Benson response, one of the first um, studies in meditation. Um, so she uh, she studied there as well. Um, she uh, and when she was there, she was doing training in hypnosis and hypnotherapy. Oh, I'm sorry, I apologize. Let me re- let me restate this. This includes mind body uh, training at the Herbert Benson Institute at Harvard University, training in hypnosis and hypnotherapy at UCLA with Dr. Mark Schoen past life training with Dr. Brian Weiss and training in quantum healing hypnosis technique then and will always be one of my favorite people. Peggy uh, today will discuss the past life regression work that she offers to clients. With a professional style that blends warmth and understanding, she brings both in-depth treatment uh, skills and over 35 years of experience to her psychotherapy practice with individuals, couples, and families. As a family systems cognitive behavioral and psychical dynamically trained therapist, she has devised her own system of treatment based on the individual needs of her um, patients. So I am going to bring um, Peggy on now. Let me make sure that. Um, At any rate, so you can tell she's very, 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 very uh, knowledgeable. So Peggy, um, are you there? Yes, I'm here. That was quite a long. Okay. Uh, well, I decided to add it all. I think I think most of it was you said it all. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, what I wanted our listeners to know is you've been doing this work on the front lines for a long time, helping people, and you know, and I know you have other stuff too, but you know, well, other knowledge, not stuff, other knowledge. So, so yeah. So, um, so Peggy, you you've been on the front lines for a long time and trying to figure out how best to help people and. 
you know, considering you started in the early 70s and then, you know, or even actually in the 60s. So here we are in 2020. And what do you think, I mean, just what is your read on how the stress level in people's lives has changed or, or is it not stress? Maybe it's just something else that is um, affecting people um, mentally and emotionally more right now. Anything you want to, like, just anything you want to discuss on that topic, and then we'll go into your work, other work. Oh, I definitely think the stress is around our, uh, there's so much polarization and divisiveness, which has been coming on for a while, and now with COVID, it's and all everything that's happening, it's quite, I notice even the people coming in to me for the past life regression and the quantum healing hypnosis are starting to have a little different uh, past lives and triggering off things that uh, hadn't had been triggered off previously, but much more now. So I, I really think there's so much more. People are just picking up the stress in the air, <laughs> as it were. Uh, I am. I mean, it's it's totally true. And, you know, last night I was outside with a group of um, my friends that we, we do a lot of grassroots political support for local candidates. And right now uh-huh. our full thrust is on getting unregistered voters, voters uh, uh, registered because we only have until October 7th. So last night we, we do this weekly, you know, we, we always are doing the political work, but then we also have one evening where we were Zooming, and we called it a happy hour, but, you know, it was just uh-huh. really let's get together and um, just have some fun, not necessarily talk about politics. We almost would not, so it wouldn't dampen the evening. So now we're meeting outside, and I have to tell you, you know, we're very far apart. I mean, it's totally safe, and, you know, we mask if we get near anyone, but it's it's so nice to be out under the stars and just appreciating nature in its finest at this time of year in St. Louis. So I think we have to find ways and um, hopefully um, – you can give us some tips on, uh, I know we're going to talk about regression and everything, but just with your experience and knowledge in working with so many people for so long, any tips that you can give on how to deal with the stress and how to uh, work with our families in a different way, any, any knowledge that you want to share would be appreciated. Um, so we could do that now or later, but um, do you want to do that later toward the end, or would you like to just give us a few tips now? A few tips. Well, I was. What I want to tell you guys is that um, what's going to be so important because of what's going on in our country and in the whole world to tap into your inner self because you're going. And you may do that by meditation or yoga or many different ways, even out walking. Uh, if you walk and and walk by yourself and it comes to your mind a walking meditation, but it's going to be so helpful because there's because of what's happening there's so much creating so much conflict and chaos and turmoil in our inner selves that's why a past life regression and quantum healing hypnosis technique can help you go inward to discover um, what's really happening and to, to work through those blocks because there's so much coming at us right now. So tips are, of course, what you guys are doing is wonderful. You meet with friends like that because people are feeling so lonely right now. <laughs> even with, uh, I, they're just lonely. Everyone's coming into me, not even just with the regressions, but with regular therapy, saying how lonely they feel because we're not used to not being able to go out shopping and this and that and. Whatever we ever used to do, it's changed. And now we are more uh, inside in our homes. <laughs> so that loneliness is and, a big one. Right, right. Yeah. I agree. And nature nature is a healer. So anytime you yeah. can be in nature, I, I encourage anyone, even if it's a 10-minute walk around yeah, the block. Yeah, walk around the block. That's what I do every morning. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You walk yeah. outside. I mean, it, it gives you to... the opportunity to do something. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you could look at the COVID, to be grateful in a way for this opportunity to get in touch with different parts of you. Maybe you didn't go outside so much before you didn't need to. And now you're discovering mm-hmm. nature, <laughs> the yeah. trees. You yeah. know, my, um, my daughter um, is living in Santiago, Chile, Thursday is tomorrow, and um, 
she, you know, they, they just did things differently there, Peggy. Um, and I'll right. wait a moment on this, and then we'll get in, into your work. But what they did, it, it's a it's a Latin American country, and, you know, mm-hmm. crime is a little bit of an issue. And, and they knew. They knew that the people would not, like, do what they were supposed to do. So they put the military in place immediately. And, you know, first, first the... Um, parks were closed and then they had this shelter in and to make a long I'm going to make this like four or five sentences they, they tried an experiment they only they did a temperature thing from up above they could see where the cities within Santiago Santiago is about the size of Los Angeles they could see where the hot spots were so they quarantined those like eight areas then they waited a little bit and they opened up four of the areas and it was a disaster the whole thing the experiment did not right. work so then the whole country was shut down and you know Americans a lot, and guess what? You go somewhere else in the world, and you wouldn't complain if you heard how they did it. So they were allowed to leave their houses two times a week for three hours. For for they had to uh, email into the government and say, "I would like to leave my house at such and such address and go to this grocery store at this." Uh, and they had to uh, factor in walking. You know, if they were walking or public transportation, so they would say, "I'm going to leave my house at this time and go to this grocery store at this time." The government would have to approve it, and the reason they did this is so that they wouldn't inundate the grocery store with, you know, ridiculous crowds and chaos, and even going to a bank. So two times a week, three hours, that was it. And and then they were had to be inside their homes by eight o'clock at night. Um, and then this was for four months. There was no leaving your house. No. And then if you went on so uh, any kind of public transportation, you had to have a mask, or you were not allowed on. It was just very simple. So then they, when they were finally at a point where they could open their country, they did it in a very planned manner. They opened up a few sections only during the day, and then they had to be at home at night. Then they opened up more sections. But on weekends, they had to be home, and in the evenings, they had to be home. But now the whole country, their, their biggest holiday of the year it starts today. And because they have done so well in this city, they all get to come out for the holiday. And yet, you know, like, it, but, but they, can, they can contact Trace now. They can do everything because they manage it. So we in America, you know, we've never had, I mean, most of us weren't around, you know, for the pandemic at the early 1900s. So it's a real shock, I think, Peggy. And um, I think many have done well, but I think you're right to take that attitude of looking for the, 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 the golden lining in all of this. And we've all had a lot of time to think about our lives. You know, it's been quiet. Mm-hmm. So well, what, I think, yeah, I heard once that there was one country where the girls, the women were allowed to be out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the men were allowed to be out Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. <laughs> so we didn't let both sexes out at the same time. <laughs> and it sort of worked. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think that was in one part of Mexico. A friend of mine told me about it. Yeah. And it works. You know, different countries have done it differently. Whatever works. And, you know, uh-huh. what we're doing is not exactly. <laughs> not exactly. We're not well, we're, we're not really you know, doing you know, a lot in St. Louis, I don't think, or Missouri, because no, we're getting no. to be a pretty hot state here. We are yeah. the number one state right now. Yeah. We are the number or one we're number, state. I thought we were COVID. number three. We're number one now. No. That went up since just a couple of days ago. I think that's something. Right. <laughs> Well, what it is is in Neosho, Missouri, the students are all sick, and they were told to go back to school sick. They're doing the herd. Isn't that we're number one? Well, yeah, we're number one. Uh-huh. So let's just all, and those of us in Missouri, we have listeners from all over the country, but those of us in Missouri, we just have to do our part. And Well, um, yeah, and, we and, do. Uh, if we don't, I well, I know. you know. <laughs> what can I, I know. say? Yes. Yeah. So, so Peggy, let's go into your work um, because uh, you know you said it's changing with what's showing up, and you know when you have a military presence and you have a pandemic globally, I would think it would it would affect the um, the sessions and the people, you know, the results. Yeah, so, we're getting a few so different just, things that are happening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you're, it's all here. Take it away, Peggy, and I'll I'll step in every once in a while and ask a question here or there. But let's just hear about uh, about what's happening with your work and this. And this changes that you're seeing and how you feel this um, is helping so many people the work you're doing. Well, okay, it is my pleasure to talk to you guys. It, there are so many healing benefits of present and past life regression and future life regression. I have people coming in with all of these things, and it's 
they're just so healing for your mind and your body and your spirit. And um, I just want you to know, even it's such a profound, and I will explain it to you, but it really depends on one simple principle, this practice, and that's using a very deep state of relaxation to tap into your different brainwave frequencies, and that would be from the alpha to the theta brainwave state. Because when you get so relaxed, and you do with an induction, you enter into these very relaxed states, and you can get in touch with these past experiences or future experiences in a whole new way. And you can get new insights, and it can help you shift from dysfunction to health. Because instead of, you know, examining your past through the lens of our analytic side of our brain, we use all day long to make our goals and meet our goals. We go into the right side of our brain where we connect through this much more intuitive, unconscious process. So it it does help you get in touch with key memories and emotions from the past that can lead to healing and open the door to change because I'm telling you my mission statement is we don't realize how powerful we really are, but these kinds of techniques help you reclaim your power by tapping into that deeper meaning of who who you are and what you can accomplish. And it's based on uh, science now, which is uh, epigenetics, because if you can change your self-limiting beliefs, you can change your genetics and DNA. It's based on actually cell biology. It can change your biology or neurology or psychology or intuitive feeling all your opportunities and relationships in life, it's truly a transformative experience. So people come in, what they do when they come in to see me, they send me three lists of questions or they bring them in because these lists of questions after we do the past life or present life regression, we're in a deeper than very deep theta brainwave state and that's when we get in touch with our intuitive, that deepest state of unconscious it's and it's not the unconscious from psychology it's more this super conscious state and it's it supports this idea that what we think becomes our reality so we want to change our our self-limiting beliefs so we can change our reality and tap into what we really came in to accomplish in this lifetime. So people send me in a list of questions about their relationships or their emotional problems, if they have them, like problems with relationships or mental health problems, maybe anxiety or depression or addictions. They send me in a list of any physical problems they have that they want to know the root issue of and what can be changed, uh, what should they do to cure it? Or maybe they're cured actually in the session sometimes if they're ready to do that and it's not a karmic issue. And then also a list of questions about their purpose in life, which I actually think it's the most important list of questions. But if you have any big decisions looming ahead or you're having trouble with COVID, which I'll tell you about a few uh, different kinds of uh, past lives that are coming up lately because of COVID that I didn't used to get so many of. (laughs) One is around food. People are either gaining weight or they're afraid they're not going to find enough food. (laughs) More of these kinds of problems and problems with violence and different violent things. People are I'm getting more past lives around that or early present life issues around that that people want answers for. So uh, it's got a, what happens is you can make a big, you want to make, say there's a big looming um, something decision you have to make or a difference in your life direction. This is where you can, get answers to uh, relationships that for your, you know, some people want to know about their special, special, should they stay with, they're right on the crossroads, should they stay with someone, leave someone, what, or should they just, what would be the most help, helpful for their experience and joy and pleasure and growth, and they get answers. They even get answers for their 
Some people come in with, this is something that's coming up a lot lately, financial problems. And, you know, during tax season, they asked their higher self uh, tax questions, and I was surprised. They got lots of really good answers. I was very (laughs) It's just interesting. That's the kind of things that's coming up lately, and I'd be happy to, you know, give you an idea about some of these uh, different uh, regressions that are coming up. Um, the ones. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think you're trying to say something. I just, I can't hear yeah, you. Yeah. No. 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 That's, um, so first of all, um, I want to tell all the listeners if you have a question, uh, you're sort of bubbly. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Is this better? Is this better? I hear you, but it's bubble. <laughs> what? What? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, so with listeners, if you have a question, like if you're like, you know, if you want to ask me a question, all you have to do is push one pound or one star on your phone, and then um, a little bit later I will bring you on the air. So, so Peggy, since the, the, the first one you mentioned that you're seeing a lot of um, is the eating, eating changes and people, yeah. you know, with food. Uh-huh. Let's do that one, and then, and then let's also do, you know, like, like with the – with the increased uh, violence or whatever, like you know, France when they when COVID first happened, they knew that with people uh, staying home, there's going to be an escalation in domestic violence. So they uh-huh. immediately set up hotels yeah. for women and children to go to. They set up a safe word. They could go into any pharmacy, any drugstore, anywhere, and all of France say the keyword, and then they knew that the person was having trouble at home, and they would provide safety counseling, sheltering. They were actually doing counseling on parking lots um, where people knew they could come and get help. So, so, but, you know, that's a culture that knows their people and knows that that's going to be an issue and they, they planned ahead for it. So, uh-huh. so for you, why don't you share just a few scenarios, um, if you would be so kind, and, and, you know, whichever one you want to share or whichever ones you want to share to give oh, us sure. insight. So, well, let's talk with the eating because a lot of people are, maybe they used to have eating problems, and but it's increasing, it's getting worse. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, they're gaining weight or they're, uh, they're having, like I had just had one, Mary came in last week and she said she was having, she used to have, uh, and this is one I, person I had seen previously, but I hadn't seen her for a while, and she loved to have, she was a cook, and she was a wonderful cook, and every week or every month she would have a party with her family and friends, and it was like a potluck. And now she tried to do it with quarantining, you know, with these potluck parties. She still would do it. And uh, the problem is now she started getting a panic attack right before her company would come over, and uh she was very fearful that she wouldn't have enough to eat. Believe me, this lady had plenty. People took doggy bags home with them, and she just couldn't get over these panic attacks. And so what she got was she was raised in this very poor family in the Midwest during the Dust Bowl area and didn't have enough food to go around for this very large family. And what we figured out is she was triggered off by all those empty shelves at the grocery store in the beginning of COVID, and it got worse and worse. And uh, during this uh, dust ball era, they had to wear a mask around their, I mean, maybe a handkerchief or whatever, around their nose and mouth when they go out with the dust in it. It was really triggering off all the things we have with masks and not enough, from her point of view, food to go around. And they had a hard time with this very large family and didn't have enough food to eat. And anyway, that's the thing that was very helpful for her. She realized this was in the past, not in the present. She got a whole new perspective on this. And actually, and her panic attacks have left her. <laughs> but this is how a past life can help you around whatever you're, you're uh, starting to experience right now. Like, you know, if you're running into the same patterns in your life or you're, uh, you're struggling with weight loss or weight gain or addictions, these are things that uh, are, can be very helpful when you see what, that it was in the past and not in the present, and then your your uh, higher self tells you what to do now, how to cure it. And uh, the, the 
there's phobias and there's the stuff around the violence. I had a woman. It's very interesting. She was a Reiki healer. She was really a wonderful woman, but she came in because she was having a hard time getting very close, except on a superficial way, to men or to women. And she wanted to have more intimate relationships, and she just couldn't. And uh, so we did the regression. And this is what I mean about violence, because these kind of things are happening. Early, it was a, she wanted a past life, but she, she started going to the stars and came back, and she started telling me about very early in this life, which I, she hadn't told me before. And apparently her mother had had a lot of uh, affairs and was going to move out on her father, and so her father shot her mother killed her and he went to prison (laughs) and then he had a heart attack several years later anyway she felt very abandoned as a younger child like teenager from both of her parents Mm -hmm. and then what's happening now see whatever what you haven't worked through in a past life or early this life is brought into the present life for you to work through and what's just happened or maybe a year ago was that her ex-boyfriend shot her present boyfriend (laughs) and she I'm telling you he didn't kill him this time but she felt guilty she felt it was her fault and you know when we when our parents split up when we're young many times even though they say it's not your fault we believe it's our fault when we're little because we don't want to believe that parents can't handle things so we feel we're it's up to anyway she as she she cured this it's just these shootings and things like that that are being triggered mm-hmm. off. And I have not had much of that ever. And, and I've been doing this, you know, since 2012, and it's just amazing. We're getting this violence mm-hmm. is triggering off people coming in here <laughs> for violence. Well, I mean, that's what I was talking right. about. I mean, right. And when we have um, people not believing that, you know, Jewish people were killed, and I mean, it's like it's just crazy, Peggy. Some of the stuff that you know, the with the denial and the yes, it, it's just shocking. Whole sections of history being wiped out. You know, it's like what? You know, of course, there's going to be a response, and um, I, I think the violence has escalated, and you know, that also um, a lot of it is strategically planned to get to where they want to go, which is what Hitler did. I mean, Hitler did the same thing in many ways, and. Um, I mean, it's what's frightening. It's like, you know, especially, okay, if he's going to do it to this population, who's next? You know, who's next? And there's an anxiety, there's an because who knows, you know? And so we have this political ceiling over us that is frightening. And we have, um, have you had anything like with the fires? Or That's probably so new, you probably haven't seen it yet. But um, more in the Midwest, we're not as affected. (laughs) Right. Oh, I know. It's hard to walk outside for me this last week because of smoke. (laughs) I'm allergic to the chemicals and smoke. (laughs) I mean, last night, I mean, I know it was a new moon. It's Rosh Hashanah night. You know, with the new moon always, you know, it coincides. But the Midwest, we're seeing what's happening so far away. We're being affected by it. Um, A lot of people just don't get it. They just are not aware. But but this is interesting that um, you had worked with this woman before and she had not shared that part. Well, it hasn't been happening so much. This has been triggered off. Now it's starting to happen. It would happen all right. every, now and then. Now it's happening all the time, See, ever since March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she finally yeah. I'm going to come in and get a regression on this. I don't know why. Right. Because it wasn't. She knew. In well, I'm sure it helped her. Yeah. And so it was just this past life many times. You know, some people... You don't have to believe in reincarnation really for this to work because whatever memory you get out of the thousand memories you could get is really, it's a metaphor for what you need to heal now if you don't. So it doesn't, you don't, because some people say, well, I don't know if I believe in in reincarnation, but you don't have to. You don't need to ask the question, is this real? What you need to ask, is this information relevant? And it is always very relevant to you. That's just with the past Mm -hmm. life. But the quantum healing is very, very direct, and that's that's amazing. That's the amazing part. But I'll tell you, you know. Go ahead, yeah. No, no, go ahead, um, because Dolores Cannon, 
Um, I mean, you can, you definitely, you can share all about her, but uh, Dolores Cannon has been on my radar for a very long time. I, oh, okay. I, you know, she's she's no longer still on the planet. Did you know that in St. Louis? Yeah. I, you know, I did remember that. And, uh-huh. and so, so for those of you who are like, who's Dolores Cannon, I'm going to tell you my part and then Peggy can share Good. hers. But yeah, Dolores, yeah, because um, I should look up QHHT on the website and read about her. If they're very, and that tells so here, you why you should do this. So QHHT, and um, so Dolores Cannon is this person who looks like everybody's grandmother. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, seriously, when you're there. She, she's written countless books on Nostradamus, on all these yes. different, different topics. But she was um, area, I always say, area, I want to say 54, but it's area 57 with the very first, um, you know, extraterrestrial visit. So she was with the government working on every single time there was, well, not every single time, but when there was a large sighting of an extraterrestrial something, um, Dolores Cannon was there. And then she wrote all these books, and then she's like, I want to help other people write books. So she founded Ozark Mountain Publishing. Um, Uh She was our our keynote keynote speaker at the 2008 Spirit Seeker Holistic Living Expo, and um, she was part of a a panel, and she also, you know, um, she also was a a featured speaker. Oh, I love to hear that. I didn't know that. That's yeah. great. Oh yeah, and she, right. And she was in and out of Russia and China and all kinds of other places that people were not being invited in, in and out of. And she did her past life regression QHHT technique. And, she and it's that part people that's so different world. from a regular regression. You know, it makes you go much deeper and ask all your questions and get all your answers from your higher self. Yeah, it's so fascinating. Yeah. Right. So I um I actually drove to Arkansas um and had a session with um Dolores in two thousand eight uh-huh. right after that conference. So you you know, share whatever you want, but the woman is extremely brilliant and like when when I interviewed her when all the um the there was all this cattle that had died and no one could figure out why the cattle had died and uh-huh. uh Dolores is like well, they they died because they were tainted, and the extraterrestrials helped because they did not want people eating those cows because uh-huh. they knew that the people would die. So she said the extraterrestrials are here to help us, and they came in. They and are. They, they really are, too. Cows. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you take it from here, whatever you want to share, because, I mean, I, I'm just, I totally You're interested in that, that one, Lord yeah. Brought. It's truly I mean, because I have people that come in for with lives from the, uh, past lives on spaceships and past lives on other. Actually, the very one of the very first ones I ever did was a someone that was from a had had a life on another planet. And you know, when you first do a regression, you say, "Now, what do you look like? Look at your shoes. What are you wearing? This and that." And this lady says, "I don't have any feet." And I thought, "Oh, I have a disabled person in a past life." And it turned out they didn't have bodies. They had big blobs on another planet. But she had the most wonderful parents on another planet that she hadn't had here. <laughs> it was just amazing. Right. You know, you just get uh, uh, you just get things you don't at the beginning anyway. I didn't expect to get. But I'm just telling you. Well, let me tell you about one of the reason I'm even doing these workshops that I do now, and I'm doing regressions many more than I used to do back in 2012, was because I was afraid I would get blackballed by the St. Louis psychotherapy community if they knew what I was doing. I really was, and I'm telling you that's how our illusions suit us, because you believe it. But wasn't till. 2016, when you remember in November, what did we have but the election? And I was in the kitchen, and my husband called him Peggy. Trump got elected. And this is not a political statement, because it might have probably happened even if Hillary had gotten elected, but I had this immediate download from on a gut level. It says, now you must make past life regressions much more public in St. Louis and in the Midwest. And I thought, well, you can't not do it, but, you know, I thought, well, there it goes, down the drain. But I put, they said you had to do a meetup group, which I did for six months, doing past life, called Past Life Regression and Metaphysical Concepts for Personal Growth. And I did it once a month, and I was, so, and the minute I put it on 
the Internet. My, I don't do technology much. My my son came in from Denver. He helped me do this meetup on the Get It Ready. And the minute I clicked the mouse, Cindy, uh, in the first week of 2017, I had the first and only horrible panic attack I've ever had. And I saw in big capital letters on the post-dispatch, social worker burned at stake because I had had a past life where I was burned at the stake for healing. I was a younger woman for healing with herbs and crystals. I did not. And so my fear, my self-limiting belief from that past life was the fear of speaking my truth around alternative healing. But I'd done meditation workshops and Kriya Yoga breath workshops. None of that bothered me. But this really got me. (laughs) I thought... I even just reserved this little room in the University City Public Library that would hold 10 people. I thought, well, only a few mentally health-disturbed people would come, and they wouldn't even remember they were there. And what happened? But all these life coaches and, I mean, all kinds, you know. Therapists come to my, therapists want me to even teach them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to teach them, but I don't have time. But the thing is, it, it was it was truly wonderful. I enjoy them so much. Now, who would have known? See, that's what I'm saying. You got to work, and but you have to put it into action. If you don't, it's a lot of very interesting information. But you must put it into action. That's the thing. That's why the QHHT stuff was so good. They tell you exactly what you need to do. I mean, and well, it's I, irrelevant. What what is relevant? I mean, I yeah, and this, they said it's so much polarization is going to happen, so much divisiveness. This is why we need to have this technique brought into the more people. And uh, and it's really wonderful because it's so helpful. You know, you blossom out to everyone around you. When you don't use all this energy keeping these stored in your unconscious, all these not being good enough, not fear of speaking your truth, and you open up and you have to it's very uncomfortable sometimes but it's very important to do it because you get it's a gift it's really a Mm -hmm. gift to open up all that energy you've been using storing things in your subconscious you let you you now have all this energy to use so i don't know it's fascinating to me that you do dolores that's great it wasn't she wonderful I well, and you know, her. Dolores, um, oh, she was fabulous. I mean, just, uh-huh. and, and she just, I'm telling you, the most calm, everyday person, but like underneath that was just her mind never stopped. She was just, and, and she always wanted to help people. I mean, she uh-huh. actually had the United States authors, and then she, because she was doing so much work in the UK, she established a publishing house that's still in place in the UK now. So, and her daughter, Julia, has continued the, um, the movement, you know, and they took over the, um, the UFO conference that had been going on for 30-something years, and, um, and then the gentleman that founded it could no longer do it. And so it's a full about event, but, of course, it's had to be canceled. Um, a lot of things are going to have to be canceled. But I've been regressed many, many times, Peggy, and what, what has shown up for me, is, um, and you're, you know, I'm, I'm actually reminded, I, just listening to you, I've just been reminded of a few of the, you know, the relevance, like, you know, so this one. I bet you have. Right? I bet you have. Uh-huh. Well, but it's, but it's interesting. I didn't get one piece until, like, right now, and so I'm going to just share that quickly. Okay. You know, one sure. life, I was an, an, Asian, an Asian man, and I was a teacher, and, uh-huh. um, and I was at, at, my, at my desk, and um, I had been teaching clandestinely because, you know, in China, there were times yeah. where, you know, teachers were, you were not allowed to teach, so if you did it, you took great risk, but, of course, the teachers still did it. And so there I was, surrounded by my students at my desk, you know, and, uh-huh. um, but I knew that I had done what I needed to do that lifetime. And then, um, but what's interesting is Dolores tapped into, I was, I was staying, I was traveling with a friend who was from Greece, and we had been staying with her Greece. Uh, Greek relatives, um, not to, on the way to um, Arkansas. And uh-huh. so this whole Greek lifetime came up, which I knew. I've been told I was a Delphi oracle many times in different uh-huh. readings and different things. And when, I, and when I was in Greece, it felt right. So what yeah. I tapped into is that even back then, I was, like, doing ceremony with women. You know, we would be out at night and saying that we were doing something. But, well, of course, we were working with the stars and the energy and, you know, the universe, so to speak. Yeah. But what, 
but what I remember during this, and I find this fascinating, it was when you said the thing about the headlines, you know, there was yeah, a panic is, attack. Oh, I thought, my oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. But I, yeah. I was in Chicago. I mean, we're talking about over 30 years ago, and this uh-huh. man was doing a uh, doing a reading, and he stopped, and he said, in all the years I've done readings, I have never seen what I'm seeing. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is he going to say? And he uh-huh. goes, you're behind bars. You are a woman behind bars. I've never seen a woman behind bars. He goes, you are a woman suffragist. Uh-huh. And, he, and so what have I done my whole life this time, especially, is I've advocated for women and children and women's rights, and I've been part of women's groups and anything to help uh-huh. women. Well, what am I doing now? The women that I was with last night, these are all the political women. And this lifetime, I was never a political person until 2015, 16. And every radar went <laughs> up, and I'm like, you have to do your part. That you have to not be afraid and do your part. You know, and it's, Yeah, really. It's not easy. And you have and to, and it's, it's scary easy. because you think you're going to get right. persecuted, you know. But right, then you right. find out that was a self-limiting belief. It was really an illusion. But we love our illusions, you know. We believe in them. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. And I found that a lot of people who do this work have had have been in uh, persecuted for things like this, you know, for whatever in their lifetimes. It's very interesting. Not a lot, but I mean, it's not uncommon. Uh, from mm-hmm. when I go to the big trainings with Brian Weiss, it was, you know, you'd have to get up, I remember, and I was so embarrassed back then when I was first starting. It was a big group of people, and you had to get up and say why you're, if you've ever had a past life or something. So I stood up, my turn. There must have been 100 people in the audience, and I said, well, I had a past life as a, you know, I was burned at the stake as a witch, and do you know four or five people ran over to me? Do you know? Did you know my grandmother? She was a she was a witch. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'm now I'm in a room with a bunch of crazies. <laughs> I was so scared to say it, and then I mean I was like one of the hits of the crowd because everyone. <laughs> You're funny. It wasn't. Some I people wanted remember. me to go to the cemetery up in Salem, and I said, Are you kidding? I'm not going to go up there. I'll probably get a migraine or something if I. I was in Salem, Massachusetts, okay, and I was going you to my were. Uh, divorce number one. Oh yeah, I was in the okay. So this I is don't want to see my grave um, or anything. <laughs> oh my Go god! Ahead. Well, here I am. I'm having I'm having to prepare for my um, depositions. My lawyer. I'm standing on a on a paper <laughs> in the middle of Salem, waiting for my reading, and I'm like, I hope he's finished with this soon. I got my reading scheduled. <laughs> yeah. It was ISIS on, on something, ISIS rising or something. Yeah. And this was an interesting thing. So I'm doing, you know, the prep and all this. And then, um, and I was there for a month long. And this is when I was doing the breathwork training. And we had to go to, and we were, yeah. we did breathwork every single day. And we were off on weekends sometimes. So this was my weekend jaunt up to Salem and, you know, up the coast. So uh-huh. after I finished that, I go in. And this, this was interesting. The lady stopped the tape in the middle of my reading and she said, I want you to read these cards. This is like, you know, 19, what was this, 1993, 1994, uh-huh. probably. And, um, and I said, I don't know how to read tarot. She said, uh-huh. tell, me what the, tell me what the cards say. So she just pulled out 10 cards and I read, I told her what each card read. And she said, you have done this in another lifetime. She said, if you haven't studied this list, this lifetime and you know it, she said, you knew every card and the one card, she said, you knew the more ancient meaning of that card. Very few people know that that's the original meaning of that card. She said, you should be, and this was before I was giving readings. I did not start doing readings until 1998. Uh-huh. And she said, she said, you should be doing these readings. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, like at this time I was married to someone who, can you imagine? I mean, he just right. did not no, I know. tolerated. Like, oh, no. no. Okay. But yeah, then, right. fast, yeah, fast forward like 20-something, more like 25 years, and I was hired by Anthem's Across the Shield, right, to for their holiday party to do readings. And so it was like, you know, all the higher echelon, all the administration, everything. And, and my husband worked for Anthem at that time, my former husband. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my God, what if, what if he's going to be here tonight? And I'm going to ask, is, is, is Dr. Meyer like, going to be here tonight? And, and then they realized my last name's Meyer. That was a big mistake. I should never have done that. And I, yeah. I just didn't uh-huh. think they'd figure it out. And, and they're like, well, no. But why? I said, I was just curious. Well, do you know him? I said, yeah, I know him. And they're like, your last name's the same. I'm like, yeah, quite interesting. Well, word went through. And I said, uh-huh. please don't say anything to anyone. Yes, I used to be married to him, but don't say anything, really. That would not be good. Oh, uh-huh. 
How interesting. He's such a, every reading, he's such a private man. We know very little. It's nice to meet his former wife. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I didn't even say anything, but I'm sure he had to deal with that when he went into work. The yeah, next day really. he, just, he wasn't there. But, but, you know, I mean, that was the ceiling. And then husband number two, he's like, do not let anyone know you're a psychic in my family. I said, what, I'm supposed to lie? He goes, no, you just don't, don't admit it. And I'm like, why? He goes, oh, that wouldn't be good. So, you know, it's like, it's just interesting yeah. when you become brave and do your I know. work. Sometimes you get, you get challenged on it. So, yeah, and there's I anxiety. I, I got it. I know. <laughs> but, but, but Peggy, but, you know, like right now. But I'm past it like, now, um, my age, Oh, same here. Same here. I'm like the woo-woo girl. And I'm always told all the time, you make this woo-woo stuff seem normal. I'm like, well, it is normal to me. Yeah, really. But it's getting more and more popular, you know. Yes, people are realizing that's part of this. It's 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 not unpopular anymore at all. It doesn't seem like it anyway. I don't, but maybe it's just because I'm doing a lot of it. and, And I get a lot of referrals from Quantum, from their website. And, uh, well, I had, a, I had a coaching client that, yeah, I was going to have a, a new coaching uh-huh. client until she realized that, you know, she's from a very strong Christian background. And I said, oh, well, yeah. and, and, and I had mentioned astrology. This is, this, I had mentioned something about her sat, second Saturn return. I said, you're in your second Saturn return. You can expect things yeah. to get stirred up. Uh-huh. And, and so, so that didn't sit well. And so astrology, I said, well, I said, fine, and we will not discuss astrology, but she was so anxious, and that was part of her deal. That's why her um, doctor had referred her to me, because she knew uh-huh. that I could work with the mind, body, spirit, with that anxiety. But, but you know, so, so Peggy, tell us, tell us this, because you have trained with, um, I, I'm not familiar with Dr. Mark Schoen, but, um, but I am familiar, you know, obviously with yeah. Doris Cannon and Brian Weiss and, you know, uh, yeah. Roger Wolber and many of the other ones. So yeah. what is different? about the quantum healing hypnosis technique that you feel is like, because I know it's different. I mean, that's why Russia and China and all these other countries were like, we want you here and teaching us. So what is different about Dolores' technique? Well, it's because you, you get in touch with this. Not, it's not the subconscious part of your mind. That's what we talk about in psychology. It's the superconscious or the oversoul. You get in, this part of you that's part of you that actually knows everything about you, including any past, future, anything. And it gives you a particular past life because you needed to. And then you can ask that part because you're in that deep theta brain. You've already been an hour doing your past life where you're guided and it's easier when you're guided and I ask your questions and all you have to do I say is give me the first thing that comes into your mind in as much detail as possible even if you think it's the stupidest silliest thing in the world you must do that and by that time they're really in this deep theta brainwave state and that's when you can access but we tend to doubt you see in this culture our intuition everyone's intuitive and we doubt it we're saying that's silly when we're little let's just pretend but it's and so you get in touch with that higher self your higher conscious mind and that's when you've already meditated and got your three lists of every question you want to know about everything in your life and then that's when i can ask you your higher self so the first part of the regression when you were in the actual past life you were answering me in the first person now i ask permission to talk to your higher self and when you give me permission which is your higher self giving me permission you start answering your own questions but in the third person in a little different tone of voice i ask exactly what you wrote but then i can go deeper and have this little conversation with your higher self and say well what was the root of that can you cure that and many times they can if you're ready to. They won't cure, for instance, someone who's blind. They won't say you have the sight if that was their karmic thing to have this life as a blind person. And they also won't cure anything where you're not ready because if, if you're an alcoholic and you want that cured but you're going to go out and take a drink the next day, they're not gonna, you're not ready yet. And they, they'll tell you that. We're not going to do something and waste our time on it. They can be pretty <laughs> pretty sometimes but the thing is you get everything answered and you get it answered so then you, and you're recording this so then you later on 
you can remember some of it. It used to be people didn't remember, but now you remember a lot of it. I think we're more in touch with our higher selves these days. A lot of people are because they're really working on it. That's what I find. But they don't remember everything. So then they can go home and listen to this recording about all their questions, how they're answered, and I have a and this little. I'm just having this. It's your your conscious self asks the questions, but your higher self answers them, and you hear how to move forward in the very best best way in this lifetime. And you hear this conversation between yourself and your higher self. And it's just amazing. It's just amazing. I mean, it's much better than just having a past life regression. <laughs> it's a double. Right. Way Give you more information. It's, it, and it's no. the exact information you want from your conscious mind. You ask. Mm-hmm. You, I don't let you uh, have more than eight or ten questions per list because people, it's, I don't want a yes or no answer. I want to get down deep into each question. So we put the most important questions at the top of the list. Because Dolores said, don't ever keep anyone under more than two hours because they're too woozy and they have to leave your office. So we spend the last hour going over so they're not woozy when they leave my office. But that's the thing. You get your specific questions answered in a very deep way. It's not just a yes Mm -hmm. or no answer. It's fascinating. And people ask things that Mm -hmm. I would have never thought to. I could tell you some stories. I'm sure I could. I'm sure you have all these. We all have all these stories. We all have. Uh, uh, it's just amazing. And then you go over to the spirit side, you know, with the past life, and that's when you start talking to the higher self. It's when I do start asking, can I have permission to talk to your higher self? I do mm-hmm. respect the higher self, and I always ask permission, and I always tell them how grateful we are that they gave us all this information and more and more it's going to be that people can do this themselves you know because they are in that hypnagogic state they just don't really trust themselves and they doubt their answers but they don't doubt mm-hmm. these because it's coming from their own mouth <laughs> they, it's right, pretty right. hard if they doubt it it's really something <laughs> They're told everything, what yeah. to eat sometimes, how to exercise, how to cure. Them. And they're cured. Some of the physical illnesses actually are cured in my. And it's fascinating. It is fascinating. It yeah. can happen. Well, let's talk about that just a, just a moment because um, I had, okay, when I, I used to certify um, breath work coaches, you know, we back then it was called rebirthing, but then I expanded the program and, you know, added other things. And one of the things that I realized is that oftentimes in a breathwork session, a person would flip into another dimension and sometimes uh-huh. it would be in the past. Sometimes uh-huh. it was in the future, but you know, switch. but there they, they switch were. On me. Right. And I say, look, <laughs> yeah, they'll switch on me sometimes. And I, I tell them ahead of time. Now look, <laughs> I would like it anyway. So go ahead. Yeah, they do. <laughs> well, no, it's okay, but but this is, okay. So I was um, this client was referred to me for breathwork, who yeah. had been through three shoulder shoulder surgeries at that point, oh, wow. and she was mm-hmm. scheduled for another one. And someone said, "Go see Cindy Meyer. Um, you know, she knows hands on healing, and she knows other stuff." So I don't know. Yeah. So there she wound up with me. So we yeah. were doing breathwork, and and then um, I was bringing in this teacher, Jillian Steele, who was from uh, England, and she had studied with Roger Wolger. And so uh-huh. she came in to do oh, sessions Roger, yeah. and then teach a, yeah, and then teach a weekend on it. And so this client took that weekend, and in the middle, you know, we were regressed two or three times during during the group uh, during this the whole weekend. And one of the things yeah. that came out is she had been a male in uh, in war in some other country. It wasn't the United mm-hmm. States, and she had been um, shot in the back in that shoulder right. area. Exact. Okay. So, so this time, in this lifetime, there was a huge betrayal that triggered this whole thing. Um, yeah. With, you know, I'm not going to go into all the details, but it was yeah. a, a betrayal yeah. that triggered it. And then, and, the, and so she could have had 10 surgeries and it still wouldn't have helped that. But when no. she, once she got the understanding uh-huh. that this was a wound that she had carried in from before that still was not healed and that her betrayal from her father, her betrayal yeah. from her husband. Like she, could, she could put it all together, right. and that was it. She didn't mm-hmm. have to have surgery. That's right. It says, you know, I think that QHHT is important information for healing because 
really what they give this idea that uh, really it's through what we manifest our thoughts and we manifest our beliefs in our body if we don't cure our thoughts, you know. And that's uh, mm-hmm. otherwise it wouldn't be accessible through our conscious mind because that's the way healing and personal growth. If once we work on our self-limiting beliefs from the past, and we, that's what really heals us. That's what I think. Because mm-hmm. if we can change the way we think uh, and the way we act, because it's hard to when you don't not have that perspective on things. It was hard for me to mm-hmm. ever start doing this. Big time. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Right. If I wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't have. I'm telling you, I just wouldn't have. <laughs> it's just amazing. I understand. Yeah, I bet you do. I, I can see you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I do. And, you know, and, you and see, it, yeah, what it is, you know, wait, I want to tell you something. Trauma is, creates blocks in our ability to tap into our own inner wisdom. And that's our self limiting belief. That's what it is. So that's what you get these things about different traumas and uh so quantum physics supports the idea that what we think becomes our reality you know it really does from my point of view anyway go ahead i'm sorry and you know you you, no 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 the client that you were talking about where the father shot the mother yeah i know you know all of that i mean and then her boyfriend shot her boyfriend i know but see that was still unsettled in her mind and she probably you know I mean, what we focus on expands, and a lot of times we're not even aware of what we're focusing on. That's the that's the most, you know. Yeah, she didn't know why she didn't when, get close to men or women until she got that because right. she did not know. But whatever, you know, it was, right. if we don't work, it's always brought in from the past life to the present. For if we didn't work on it then, because we just blocked it, and so we have to have it now. And it's the early. That's why a present life regression can be just as good as a past life people like past lives you know it's more interesting or something but if that's brought into this life a present life regression will show you what happened in your early present life if you can cure that uh because now you know the trauma and you know what's holding you back that's just as Mm -hmm. important as a past life from my point of view for some people yeah you know like that that's why covid did you ever a lot of great things. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, that's, go why, ahead. COVID that's why COVID is bringing, bringing about all these, you know, these things that may maybe not have been paid attention to because the violence happening now or the food deprivation or, <laughs> you know, that it's helping people get in touch with this stuff that wasn't healed before, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is happening, why I'm getting all these more of these other kinds of uh, problems coming up. That's what I think. Yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. I didn't so, yeah, no, no, no. So, Peggy, share your website and um, how people, uh, do you have a Facebook page or is it best to go to your website or how how do people find out more about your work? Uh, they could, I can email them if they email me. My website is uh, claytontherapy.com. They can call me and I will always share a little bit. And that's my six four four three 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 nine area code three one four phone number. I have people calling me that hear about Dolores or Dr. Brian Weiss, either one. They've read a book, they've done this, and they call me, and mm-hmm. I spend about twenty minutes talking to them, and then they come in for a regression usually, or they think about it, or I email them what is quantum, and I have this little email I send to people to have them think about it, so they can do whatever phone. I'm I'm really. I hate technology. I'll have to tell you that. <laughs> I'm too old for well, technology. So if they call me or they email me, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And there is something I really should do more with my website, but I just don't have time. But I did put it on. I understand. In 2016, I put it on. I did what I was supposed to, but I didn't. Yeah. You know, just a little bit. Okay. I, I see people that do quantum healing that have a lot more on their websites. I probably should have a separate website because that's past life regressions are different from my regular work. I have two kinds of work. Past life regression, it can take off three or four years of therapy. People, if they would just do one past life regression and maybe one follow up if they had to, that'll, I mean, that's a whole different business. But some people, I just. Right. And Peggy is. 
Yeah, go ahead. Peggy's working remotely now too, so you don't have to be yeah, able to, I did, to work did with her. Okay. Yeah, I did yeah. Groups. yeah. Okay. Okay. So listeners, <laughs> okay, I will be off the air next week. Oh no, no, no. Uh, thank you, Peggy. I, we have okay, lessons. Thank uh, you. I enjoyed seconds, it. So I just want to. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. Okay. I like to talk so, about. Um, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can. You're welcome to come back again. Okay. So, <laughs> so listeners, that was Dr. Peggy Levinson, and she's. You know, you you just do a search for Dr. You know Peggy Levinson, and you know you'll find all of her information. Yeah, Peggy at um, ClayTherapy dot com. That's do that. Peggy at ClayTherapy dot com. Yeah, okay. that would be an email. Okay. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much, Peggy. Okay. And, um, listeners, I'll be off the air yeah. next week. I will be back on uh, the first Friday in um, October. I am teaching a class by Zoom. This is the first time I've taught the whole series by Zoom. It's a mediumship development class. It starts on Tuesday evening, September 22nd, 7 to 9 for the next six weeks. If you are interested, send me an email to info at spiritseeker.com. And um, just enjoy this new year. I mean, it's the Jewish New Year, but it's yeah, it's a new it year. Is. It's Rosh Hashanah. And, yeah. you know, like the, the series of questions are where could I have been kinder? Where could I have been um, a better person? And, you know, you have the 10 days between now and, you know, Yom Kippur to, um, uh-huh. to settle all, anything you need to settle, any um, person you need to ask forgiveness, et cetera. So it's a very beautiful, beautiful time. Um, and um, I just encourage all of us to take the time during COVID because we won't be here forever. It, it will end at some point, and we will be well again. We're well now. It's just a passage we're going through as a world globally. So, so take this time to listen to the birds, listen to the animals, be in nature as much as you can, and just be happy. You know, there's a lot to be happy for and find something to be grateful for each and every day and every moment, and your life will change. So thank you, Dr. Peggy Levinson. Thank you, listeners, for supporting Spirit Seeker Magazine. Remember, info at spiritseeker.com to be on our email list or just go to spiritseeker.com. And um, and then with, with the radio shows, there's over 400 archives. So next week, enjoy one. Of, if you're used to your 9 o'clock Friday morning spiritual nourishment, then just go listen to one of the interviews that you haven't listened to. Just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, and that's C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. Thank you so much. Have a fabulous week. Namaste. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.